Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from Matthew chapter 17, verses 22 through 23. And yes, that's just two verses, but these verses are pretty powerful. These verses display that Jesus predicted his death and also that he'd be raised on the third day. And it is interesting that Jesus in Matthew's gospel predicts three different times that he would be crucified, he would be delivered up to be killed, specifically, and he'd be raised on the third day. And he does this three times, but still, once he is resurrected, the disciples are still shocked. So even though he warns them, they still do not believe, even when the tomb is found empty. It takes conclusive proof to make them believers. So I want to take you to these two powerful verses where Jesus predicts his death. Now this comes at a strange time. This is right after the Mount of Transfiguration. So Jesus has this wonderful moment on the mountain where it's, it's an epiphany. We get to see the glory of Jesus. We get a glimpse of who he really is. It's as if Clark Kent shows that he's really Superman. So we see that on the Mountain of Transfiguration. Moses and Elijah show up. But right after that, we have this moment where Jesus, in this ominous tone, warns his disciples that he is about to die. So let's read Matthew 17, 22-23. This is the English Standard Version. As they were gathering in Galilee, Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is about to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him, and he will be raised on the third day. And they were greatly distressed. That's interesting, their reaction. They were greatly distressed. One thing to note, the Son of Man, this is not a phrase talking about the that Jesus is a human being. Now, you could take that and say, well, Son of Man means Jesus is fully man. Son of God means Jesus is fully God. And that's really not how those titles work. Son of God is more of a messianic title. And actually, Son of Man is more of a divine title, actually. Uh, it comes from Daniel chapter 7, that there'd be this one that would ascend to the Ancient of Days up in heaven, and be exalted and give and be given rule over everything. And that's the Son of Man passage. So when Jesus says Son of Man, he's pointing to Daniel chapter 7. You'll actually see that when he's on trial before the Sanhedrin, right before his crucifixion. They'll totally understand what he means by Son of Man. And they will take great offense by what he says. But here's something we need to think about in Matthew's Gospel. In Matthew 17, this is the second time Jesus predicts his death. So let's Go back and look at Matthew chapter 16. We get the first foretelling of Jesus and his death in Matthew 16, 21. This is from the English Standard Version also. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. It's interesting, Matthew sets this passage apart in Matthew 16 by introducing it with the phrase, from that time. You may remember that's the same phrase that Jesus used earlier in, earlier in Matthew when he emphasizes the beginning and the direction of his ministry, citing like his core message. Think of Matthew 4.17, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So Matthew says, from that time, Jesus began to preach this message of repentance and that the kingdom is coming. Now we see something is changing here around Matthew chapter 16 going into chapter 17. From that time, Jesus now is telling his disciples he must go and die. He is preparing them. 
Matthew's gospel is taking a turn toward the cross. And we will march there quickly in just a few chapters. He will be hanging on the cross. Just before this passage in Matthew 16, Jesus asked his disciples who people were saying he was. When Jesus pushed further and asked who the disciples believed he was, Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of God. That's found in Matthew 16, 16. It was right after that confession that Jesus let the disciples in on the rest of the plan and what it really meant for him to be the Christ. Remember, they would think the Christ would come and defeat the powers of evil. So this would not be a part of their mental map, what Jesus is saying. This foretelling of his own death and resurrection served to help them see Christ correctly. Because to confess him as Christ and deny the cross would be misguided. You can't have Christ without the cross. Peter, of course, rebukes Jesus. I mean, this is just like Peter saying, Far be it from you, Lord. This shall never happen to you. That's what Peter responds when Jesus says he has to die. It's a stunning turn of of conversation when you think about it. And we can all relate to Peter's thoughts there. I mean, Lord, we, we love you. We don't want you to do this. But part of Jesus' mission, part of it, or the main part of it, is to go toward the cross. And anyone that would deny the cross, anyone that would take the cross away from Christ would be a type of antichrist, would stand in the place of the devil. The last thing the devil wanted was Christ to die for our sins. You see, there's good news beyond the death of Jesus. Although it seemingly went unnoticed by Peter, it is that Jesus would be raised from the dead. They missed that part, didn't they? Jesus said, yeah, I'm going to be delivered to men. I'm going to die, but I'm also going to be raised. A cross that killed Jesus was not the end of the story. It's not. He would not be the true Christ if he stayed in the grave. Death was defeated in his resurrection. Jesus was the better king. He's the good king. He's the suffering servant prophesied by Isaiah. Matthew intentionally tells the rest of the story under the shadow of the cross. As you read Matthew, starting in chapter 16 and all the way through, the cross casts a shadow on the rest of the gospel. So this second time that Jesus foretells his death in Matthew 17, our passage for today, it's interesting how the disciples react. They are despondent. They don't know what to say. They don't know what to do. They really don't understand. But we as Christians understand, looking back, we've got this great thing going on that we have 2020 hindsight vision, don't we? I mean, we could point the accusative finger at the disciples and go, I can't believe that they don't understand it. I can't believe they don't accept that Jesus is going to die for our sins and be raised. But see, we look back after the resurrection. And I would say this, here's a little note for you. To truly understand Scripture, I mean all of the Bible, the best way to read it, really the only way to read it, is through the Gospel. If you don't accept the cross of Jesus, His burial, His resurrection, His ascension to the right hand of the Father, the rest of the Bible really doesn't make sense. You must read the entire Bible from that fact. So today was pretty simple. This is a simple podcast. Christ always had the cross. The cross was always part of the plan, but that's not the end of the story. And we don't need to to miss out. Sometimes we hear just bad news. The disciples did not listen carefully because Jesus said he would be raised. And thanks be to God for that, for the resurrection of Jesus Christ. 
Well, thank you for tuning in for an entire week of podcasts. We close out another week on the Illuminated Word, and we are thankful for our listeners, thankful we can do this. I mean, how awesome is it that we can talk about God's Word like this every day? In just a few minutes, learn a lot about Scripture. And I pray that if you're going with us every day in these passages, your faith is growing and you're learning so much about the Christian faith. Well, God bless. Hope to see you back on Monday as we delve into Psalm 5, I believe, is our psalm for Monday. If you want to read ahead, hope to see you then. Thank you.